Hi everybody, welcome to Four Guys. One of film and this week we are reviewing probably one of the best movies of all time, Pulp Fiction by Quentin Tarantino. Not only are we going to review it, but we're going to talk about what it kind of means to us and how it affected us as film viewers and film lovers. So stick around and uh, we hope you like it. All right, and we're back. We just finished watching this film and, you know, got a lot of opinions now, got a lot of things to say and very interested in especially what the boys have to say. Obviously, first thing, why we chose this film, just to get into some of the different things. What is What are your guys' opinion? It's just so interesting, but also kind of a basic movie. There, 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 there wasn't like explosions or you know anything fucking crazy. It was just yeah, exactly. There were simple effects. He had a, he had to prove himself first with uh, I think Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. exactly, yeah. and Jackie Brown. But you know he was able to do it, and he was really nobody. And and it's crazy because it definitely sets a benchmark. Because like who hasn't seen Pulp Fiction? Who doesn't know like Tarantino after this film? Like like you could go back and just see like this is you know some people say this is John Travolta's second coming because this is when he started to get this is what made him a star again. Yeah, no, after Greece. But I agree with the Alexis on this. Like, looking back at it, it is a simple film, but it's also something that you can't really necessarily rec- recreate nowadays because, like, a lot of these things have already been done in cinema, so it's hard to do something from scratch that, like, it lands so heavy in the culture. I think it does help that Pulp Fiction, the, the music that it uses is not contemporary from It's more the about the mood of that song and how perfectly it matches the mood, the mood that they're trying to illustrate for the scene. I, I think that's that. what really yeah, makes it. Because somehow it kind of has like a, I mean, it just, it's, it's in the fucking title. It's, it has a pulp feeling, you know, yeah. like just, you know, the, the type of story that it is. And it, it feels classic, but new at the same time. And, it, and because of that, it's timeless. And, like, I want to add something to, like, what Nick said. It's, like, setting the mood. And he really does set the mood in this movie. And, you know, if you go back and look at the all the songs that were played in the movie, they're not very famous songs, I think. I don't really think they're, like, oh, they're, these, these were, like, number ones for their time. These just, just, a handful just, of, like, surf rock. Yeah, they're just know, really cool music that, like... Yeah. You know like, what? That's one thing that I kind of didn't think about. I feel like they're such iconic songs now, but it wasn't necessarily the case when this movie came out. What, what do you guys feel when you think about Pulp Fiction as a whole? It, it's just a fucking cool movie, man. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> I, like yeah, such, a, heard it's that. such a weird thing to describe because it's like there's okay, there's so much fucking going on in the movie, and it almost seems like none of it is correlated. But then at the end, it all kind of comes together. And, and I think that's what Tarantino does really well with yeah. all of his movies that the, their rewatchability is always there. You'll always find mm-hmm. something new, and especially with this one because the way it was structured, like George said, was non-linear. They're, you're you're going through different um, timelines of what these characters went to, then you're supposed to piece them together in your head. And I think when I first watched this as a middle schooler, I didn't get it. And then the one thing that interested me was all the cool scenes that were going on. You know, that's what kept me going in the movie. But now, like I've watched probably like my fifth or sixth time that I've seen it, and now I definitely do see what he did and how important it was to progressing the story. And then, like at the end of the the two hour movie I get that aha moment where I'm like mm-hmm. oh shit all this made sense it's all worked out um, there's not like just a there there wasn't really too many plot holes in terms of just like how the story is all added up at the end of the movie you know yeah and it leaves a lot of desire for the unknown obviously I mean we get to the, the briefcases is very easily like movie trope it was like what was in the briefcase I wonder and there's all sorts of speculation we'll get to that but like just like what happens even at the end to Sam Jackson's character you know 
what happens to a lot of the different other side characters where their lives could be and what can be happening it's just it's fun when a movie can actually make you think and want to know more about its characters besides just kind of ready to get up and and, and, and what's away. crazy is, is like i think this whole movie i think the timeline is like it's 12 hours yeah because realistically well, yeah. Re- realistically when this movie starts is when uh vince's character uh, john travolta's character goes out to go do the job and then he goes to meet wallace's wife and then at that during that period of time is when the the boxer guy i forgot what was his name um butch butch fought and screwed over wallace and then like you just see like the progress- Actually, i think it's two days well it, yeah. i think it's 12 hours because when they went to go when they were at the they were having breakfast the next day at the diner when the movie ends no, no, it was all one day because like Butch goes home, but he doesn't necessarily fall asleep and wake up the next day. No, because because uh, because uh, Vince, they wake up at eight a.m. They do their thing, and then and then he's with Mia. It's nighttime. Yeah, and then oh, the following you're right, day, you're right, you're you know, right, he gets mind. fucking killed reading oh, his book just like Elvis. Yeah, that's or, no. Well, well, he, gets, well, he gets killed in like Butch's apartment. He gets killed in, in Butch's toilet. apartment. Exactly. Yeah, but that's that is the following day though. That's a new. Yeah, day. That's what I'm saying. Like it's twelve hours though. Like I think it's. Or twenty four hours. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's more like twenty four. Whatever, hours. man. Yeah, this is, doesn't we, matter. we don't got to. It doesn't it, matter. It's a full day, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess very light on what this movie means to us. Obviously, we can get into it even further. But it'd be more like to really dive into it. I guess Gator, you talked about, or Isaac, you talked about your first time watching the movie being in middle school. I think most yeah. of us probably watched it at a young age. And, you know, well, I mean, probably way younger than we should have, really. Honestly. Yeah, cause, like, Especially I, for back I waited. Then. I waited. Because I didn't I don't know get it, you, man. You, guys, <laughs> you, you wait till marriage. You fucking you sluts. I waited. Guy, yeah. yeah, I don't know about you. I Gosh. probably didn't watch it until I was you, like You didn't 18. go to Put Locker and yeah, download dude. it like a, yeah. like a, a fucking bad boy. criminal? Oh, Alexis, no. We don't you do any download a car. We're moviegoers. We literally pay for our movies, all right? Okay, first like George, you haven't waited for a thing in your life, okay? But that's besides the point. You tell me you waited hey, to watch this. I waited this for movie. those sweet. Well, what, what do you think right. that? What do you think that changed then? You know, I mean, obviously, I think I could probably speak for Alexis. I know Isaac mentioned it, but yeah, it was, yeah. It was early. I mean, seeing this for the first time when you're young like that, and first of all, not able to really comprehend a lot of you know the the kind of themes of the movie, not mm-hmm. understanding the timeline as well, not understanding. Or only really, honestly, appreciating the cuss words. I mean, you're a little boy, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this movie's got bad words, honestly, and they're saying yeah. a lot of them. That's what I think it was. Like, I mean, it, I, I probably watched it a little bit later than you guys did. But when I finally did, the main thing that I that stuck with me was just, like, all the these gimp. iconic scenes. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The, the gimp. gimp. Yeah, no. Like, like, I so can now make I'm a dumb Matrix, and <laughs> I have Pulp Fiction to blame. He's no, like, but, Daddy? <laughs> Bro, ball gags are the worst. I feel like I would not want to do that. That sounds oh, horrible. I wouldn't be able to get into it. No kink shaming here. Okay. Yeah, hey, look, you, you like what you like, but I feel like I would hate that. So, no, no, but finally watching it when I was a little bit older, I feel like uh, it was so impactful seeing what this movie did for cinema. But Did you feel dirty watching this movie? Because Definitely. when I was a kid, yeah. I yeah, felt I mean, like I did something have. wrong. It felt like, honestly, it's, I mean, you know, trying to keep it as PG-13 as we can, but it felt like you were watching, like, pornography or something. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, regardless, there's yeah, there may not be too many naked scenes or anything like that. You know, some Bruce Willis Bush, but besides I mean, that, like... Yeah, it felt like my parents were gonna. I mean, I was gonna be in trouble if I got all, caught. All the end bombs, all oh, the, the grotesque of the, the people getting shot, and mm-hmm. like you know, gore everywhere. 
And then also the rape, all that shit was a lot. Especially, uh-huh. I can't imagine for a fucking teenager. That's I what mean, I'm saying. I'm like, I, I can't I was believe like you guys watched this. This is why kid. we are yeah. how we are. Yeah. <laughs> my parents did not let me watch shit like this in I mean, my household. There, there's something nasty about about the movie, but also edgy and slick. Yeah, which makes absolutely. it so cool. And I, I, go I, ahead. I think for me, it was just like my. I ended up watching this movie with my dad. <laughs> no, <way. You> watched <laughs> so, I watched it with my dad. So, oh my like, god. You know, my dad was never like. Wait, who oh. chose the movie? Dude, my dad. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was never a person that like shied away. I'm like, we're gonna not gonna watch this movie. We're, yeah. Like, if we have a good, t- it's the movie. It's what it's there for. You know. Um. So like, I watched American Pie when I was like six years old. Like, that's like whatever. And Nasty. Yeah, so for me, disgusting. I think I think as a viewer watching it, it like the first time around, it's just like me being with my dad and being equally as confused at what happened throughout the movie and i think your dad didn't watch it and then recommend it right it was like you guys both watched it for the first time yeah we both watched, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah yeah it's like we didn't know <laughs> yeah that's that's different yeah like so like it was on hbo like why not watch it yeah. so um it, it it's it's a movie that like i'm like dude what's going on like why is this like like it, it, it seemed like a fun movie at the time like i didn't know like what uma thurman's character was going through like when she was like oh is she throwing up is she okay and like like, I didn't know what ODing was and stuff, you know, and going back now and, like, yeah. I put the pieces a lot better and I understand. Well, that's, that's the funny part is, right, like, you think about the movie as a whole now and it's, like, all of these things, I know, I mean, we, we keep throwing around some very sensitive topics, so, you know, apologies if you have a trigger warning, but, you know, obviously things like rape, things like overdose and things murder. like that. And murder. And it, but it's, like, Accidental death. how casual it is in this and, and mm. how, like... How so, like, I, I guess I would put it as in, like, it's it's not even a central part of the story at all. It almost seems like these super important things are just little tidbits where it's, like, most other stories, whether they're film or other t- sorts of media. It's, like, yeah. that's a huge, and like, integral part of, like, what they're trying to do and how they're trying to well, set it up. Well, that's one thing that Alexis and I were talking about, how it's so... It's so casual yeah. that all these things are happening to them. Like, like I said, it's a span of twenty-four hours, and these guys have seen murder, they've seen rape, they've seen ODs, like everything, all in a span of twenty-four hours. But that's just a fucking another Tuesday for them. Yeah, absolutely, it's insane. It's like it also kind of humanizes uh, their characters of like you know how uh, they could do Samuel such Jackson horrible things. Vince. It's they're over here doing horrible things, but they're still. Going about their day with banter, yeah. they're having breakfast, talking about fucking burgers. Arguing about what a miracle They're talking is. about burgers right before they're going to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, we're hungry as shit. This is weird. Drink yeah. the entire guy's Sprite, too. Oh. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, shit, I shot fucking what's-his-face in the face. He's yeah. like, my bad. What the fuck? Like, I know I'm dead if this dude just Super drank casual. all my Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, nothing but good things to say about this movie. What do you, What does it really do? I mean, we kind of dove into it a little bit with themes around other types of movies where now actors are obviously trying to echo this sort of like hey this moviegoer is gonna maybe have to have some rewatch time in order to really digest this film but beyond that i mean what kind of things did this movie do for you guys setting up other movies in the future and and, you know comparing contrasting well i think to begin with since we were younger i mean we're uh we're like late 90s kids yeah so by the time we were watching these movies tarantino already made you know, yeah. what, 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 he was probably up to like Kill Bill, two or something. Two, I, I think Kill. No, I think Kill Bill one came out in two thousand one or ni- ninety nine. No, but when I was fourteen, I was. I don't know. This is like mid two thousand. Yeah. No. When, when did we actually start watching movies and doing anything? Probably when what two thousand fucking. Yeah, and so like Pulp Fiction was probably the movie that made me want to look for other movies just like it. All right. So do you guys also feel like it lives up to the cult classic? 
fucking, you know... Moniker or whatever. Yeah, it, well, it's, it's on this pedestal, right? Is it a cult classic? Because it was pretty... It's pretty like well renowned. It wasn't well received when it first came out, was it? I think it was. I think I think it was a critical. I think well, it was a major well, hit for can Tarantino. You look up what the box office was for it when it actually came out. Yeah. Because I mean, he had already done Reservoir Dogs, so I'm sure it did fine. Yeah. But I don't know how well it did comparatively. I mean, yeah, know? obviously it's still it's still talked about to this day heavily. I mean, and it's funny how it you know. You're, we're living part of our lives now where you know at first you're talking about it when you're younger about like oh my god there's no this it movie did great that says no, but that's, that's the total though overall yeah yeah, we're yeah talking that's about when amazing it first came up on the yeah box office no i know overall that's why it would be considered cool classic because yeah. people rewatch it like crazy. yeah absolutely but when it first came out and could it was it a critical success i i I, th- I think so because look at reservoir dogs only did 2.9 million Kill Bill Volume One only did 182. Yeah. What? And Glorious really? Bastards did. Yeah, like the, this movie was major. Yeah. This but did, I, I still think that regardless nice. whether you can really consider it a cult classic or like a hidden gem kind of a deal, I mean, it's still absolutely a, like a classic. You yeah. don't want to put cult. That's fine. I mean, well, think the about, thing is, everybody, well, and, and everybody well, who loves the, movies has yeah. to watch. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Define cult. Like, I feel like the casual moviegoer might not necessarily enjoy this, but like. It has such a big following when it Absolutely. comes to like the movie, like trope. Like, but people in pop culture love this fucking here, shit. Here, but that's not everyone. Here, here's a know? hard, here's a hard take that I have with this movie. I think, yeah, it's uh, if you're a movie goer, you should watch it. And you're like a real fan, right? Watch it. But I don't think you should base like, oh man, I'm gonna wear a Pulp Fiction shirt. Like this is like no, the, not really. Like, that's what we're saying. But like man. I know, but like I yeah. do see those kids that are like, yeah, I watch Pulp Fiction. Well, because I know exactly. that's the thing about that movie is oh. that it's so cool. Yeah, it and it's, so, it's such a like a you know quote unquote movie. Yeah, you know pe- people. Um, it's like having a Nirvana shirt. You yeah, know, with the no, movie. Yeah, exactly. but like, yeah, it's like those motherfuckers that buy the bad motherfucker wallet. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, like you're gonna have those people that are like oh. I saw that first before it was big or yeah. you know, some shit like that. But that that's how good of a movie <laughs> or like it that, is. Uh, or like George's friend that like, was wearing that Led Zeppelin shirt and only knew one song. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of guys. Okay. Yeah. You, we're going to nitpick like that? I, I remember. No, yeah, and, but to even talk about what Isaac's saying, absolutely. There's so many people who just buy Pulp Fiction stuff without even actually watching the movie or without really understanding it. Or they're like, yeah, I watched it once when I was in eighth grade. And it's like... I've seen so many hot girls that wear that... Uh, oh, right. Directed by Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah, I was just about just to like, say that. They don't even know what the... Oh, name two. Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for the mu- movie. Fuck. Are we those guys? They could <laughs> for, for the you podcast. Let them wear. Let them wear. For, for the actually. podcast listeners that are out there and we're, are able to find George's profile, you will find her immediately. Yeah. And what? <laughs> so, what are you talking about? Why, 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 why are you trying to go deep on George? <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm like, that's the, that's the only thing that I hate about this movie. <laughs> George. George. <laughs> what no, is George? I got to do with it. Yeah. No, Fuck George, bro. No, where like people consider themselves a movie gore just because like they've seen this movie and like they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's me. That's rude as fuck. Hey, Damn, I'm not saying hurts. I'm the movie movie hurts. It was just right. an example. Sometimes that, you gotta look like about that. that one friend that was wearing the Led Zeppelin. Hey, hurt people. Hurt, hurt people. people. Yeah, bro. I, uh, I all I'm saying is this, right? It's kind of crazy that yeah, this this film has obviously had some negative aspects with the type of people who would do such a thing as just claim it, even though they don't really know anything about it or don't really care for Tarantino in general. But it is really interesting to see how it's transcended time in terms of even like pop culture when it comes to like memes. I mean, it's kind of like so, you think about what, what you used to like when I was yeah. a kid, we watched this movie and we're like, oh, it's just crazy because it's curse words and the N word. And not only that, but it's like it's white people saying the N word like and it's not racist. 
and it's not crazy. And it's it was like, the '90s. It was the '90s, one. 100%. Yeah. But was but this okay in the '90s? It, I don't think. I'm looking it, I mean, back at it now, it's never like, been okay. Shit, but I, I don't think it's okay now. I don't think it's no, no, ever no, been but okay. What I'm but like, yeah. the fact that they even made this movie and like the uh, shit, Tarantino dropped like I think I counted like five n bombs. Yeah, and, 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 and he was, wasn't even a big part of the scene. He yeah, was just like Jesus Christ. I really got to sneak him in right now. You know, I gotta gotta. But you know what's it's it's funny because you know we we. We worry about like the words that they're saying, but there's so much like visual violence. Yeah. Well, I mean, this whole movie is fucked. Yeah, but it's it's kind of funny how that's one of the ones like the violence it doesn't affect us now that we're older, but yeah. like the the things that the they're saying, the themes, yeah, <laughs> are still kind of. Uh, and, and I think going back, you know, we 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 see this as a great movie, and I might be uh, segueing to another topic, but like you can't make this movie today. No. With 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 our PG, only he, he could. I mean, they've tried I to. I, 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 I mean, I think I, only Tarantino. I could. know, but that's kind of a shame. Like that's kind of a shame. Uh, where like a, a, like a director can't go out there and really experiment with with what a movie should be because like you're not just gonna get the money for it. like like the the studio house is gonna see like why is there twenty end bombs here, you know why is there like five motherfuckers in here like it just why is there a rape scene in here like why is there a gimp like yeah you would today that would not work out. Like not even A twenty four would probably pick that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A twenty four does some crazy shit, man. I they do, know. but like it, it's it's a little bit sad that you know we can't allow for, like we can all in this room, like that's not even like the fact that Tarantino said end bombs isn't really affecting our opinion of how we see the movie as a whole and in today's like world we, like if we see a brand new movie twenty twenty three that came out and came off as strong as Pulp Fiction, we were really like. How did this movie get yikes. made? Yikes. Yeah, like, yikes. They okay. should know better. Well, but it's what would you say is like a movie comparatively... Sorry, Nick. Interrupt no, you. Um, that's out now that's similar to this kind of There's nothing. Theme. There's nothing. Well, I think There's that's nothing. the difficult... That's what I was going to say is like... We talk about how this movie can't be remade, but it's like for so many reasons. Number one, I mean, you either, you're just remaking Pulp Fiction at some point if you're really following that kind of script. But number two is like you think about other movies with Tarantino where he's using the N-bombs and now it has evolved where it's like if you're using the N-bomb, it's not like back then where you're like, honestly, how many white guys back in the 90s were using the N-bomb? And that's exactly what Tarantino was showing, right? Unless you're making movies about white guys in the 90s using the N-bomb, like, it's just, just yeah. why? Now, every movie that he does where he's shooting that, it's because it has it's, a purpose. it's racist. Yeah, like, it's for like Django. Django. Exactly. But those are, also pe- those are also period movies. Ex- that's my point. It'd have to be a period piece yeah. to start exploring those themes yeah, of like but racism also, and stuff like that. Isaac, uh, what portion of the movie do you think cannot be remade just what he did as a whole or the dialogue the way that he was dropping certain things i think the dialogue and i don't think in today's movie we would see such a like i said the the movies that i've seen i haven't seen like a game come out of nowhere for no absolute reason you know or you know you ever watch uh american horror story but that's the thing that's what's interesting (laughs) is if you think about like the themes of this movie right or like just where you would put this movie right like you have like this is the end where Channing Tatum comes out in a gimp suit too. Oh yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. But it is very clearly a comedy. Yeah. So yeah. and when you, and it's a very different feeling when you have a bunch of curse words in a comedy, when you have like this is the end again, very violent movie too. Rape scene in that one too, right? And but it was yeah, funny. Wait, different. Was? Oh yeah. yeah. Jonah, Jonah Hill. But you were laughing the entire time. You were not like, whoa, this, this is, is a serious this is a serious okay. moment. What's happening? What's and, and, happen? I, and I think the reason why I think coming uh, I thought of another point of why this movie couldn't be made today. Is because that movie was set in the exact time that it was filmed in, 
And if even Tarantino waited ten years, another like because this was built in nine, it was made 94. in ninety four. If he waited to make that film in two thousand four, I don't think he would have been able to do it because he wouldn't be able to film a two thousand four white guy saying unappropriate stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, besides all of that though, I feel like the movie has been kind of remade by tons of other people, but they're all like diluted versions of it yeah it's, yeah. it's never been a one-to-one because you could never i feel like you At could that never point, remake you're it just remaking pulp fiction and then people are gonna yeah. tear you apart for but, that but that right goes to show so. like the strength of that movie mm-hmm. because yeah. it's affected so many no, filmmakers sure. and you know good films and bad films yeah you know and i mean we're gonna fucking watch them anyways yeah but that's just the type of movie that and i don't think be. we have an actor force that can really accomplish this movie to be filmed i don't i I don't think like if you look at films, most of the people that are really leading the box office are like fifty and above. Well, also I, I kind of like the idea though. I mean, we talk about John Travolta's second coming. Sam Jackson also wasn't like huge back then like he was now. The dialogue between him and Vincent really made them feel more like friends and and like the way they talk to each other, the way they share opinions, the way they get deep and philosophical. That's what was, I think, able to be really interesting, especially being with actors who weren't very like. They're more like close coworkers. Exactly. I I think they were actual friends because, like, if you look at it, they they had a genuine concern for each other's like uh, personal lives. Because if you see at the beginning of the movie, um, uh, Jules's character um, gives it Vincent like, "Hey, man, be careful." The last time some shit happened with with Wallace's wife. Yeah. Like he. Motherfucker died. He almost died. So like, there. It's not. I don't. Can't I don't, be massaging her feet. Exactly. You can't. Uh, Bro, so, speaking of, you cannot massage another man's um, like partner's feet. Yeah, yeah I don't think I throw you off the just fourth a rule. floor. I, I'd like, kill Nick in a heartbeat. Right. Well, you just, that's that. just that has nothing to do with me. Alexis, I might let it slide, but Nick. I mean, come on, Isaac, Murph, both of you guys. Okay. I'm glad that I get a pass, but. Because I, I only have the best intentions. Because he's massaged and, my and, feet, and, so and, and okay. then like <laughs> another another scene where like you see genuine concern for for each other was when Vincent was saying, "I'm like, dude, like Jules, why are you having this like weird ass moment right now, dude? Like this shit happens to us all the time. Yeah. And like this one time where you were got shot at and the guy completely missed because he had a big ass gun that he couldn't control the recoil. Like on. now you want to change? Like now yeah. you want like all of a sudden like well, even even the <laughs> way that they talk like he just consist like went in on him on like you know you're gonna be a bum yeah like you can't talk to people that you barely associate with like that yeah. without expecting you know some form of repercussion and they always say like dude i have mad respect for you exactly you know? like they always they, they made that very prominent as the movie went on no. yeah actually yeah th- these are all really interesting things you guys are bringing up because this world feels like it's very lived in yeah like, yes the, these characters have a past that we have no idea about but we can feel it with yeah. the way that they act with each other honestly i think that's one of the things that tarantino does so well uh there's depth to these characters it's obviously they're not just there to do a job like the whole scene is not just them being hitmen and killing these guys it's like you see that they have a past together you see that the relationship they have the dialogue everything they're literally going about their day like this is something that's routine and it happens a lot like even that little scene where um they get to the place and then he looks at the time. And he's like, "What time is it?" And he's like, "Oh, it's seven twenty-two. He's like, "Oh, it's not time yet." So like, let, let's, let's hang uh, back. Let's chill. Yeah, and a it's bit. like, what the fuck? What kind of hitman does <laughs> well, that? These guys are professionals, <laughs> yeah, these, man. These guys, these guys, it's, it's literally a job for them. Yeah, and This is something that they do on the regular, and that's something that you wouldn't necessarily see in another action movie. Yeah, the it's humanizing like, of yeah, exactly. Like that. So it, 
it brings them down to earth and makes them relatable as yes. funny as that sounds because they're fucking gangsters and yeah. hitmen and it's they're fucking suited up and they're doing all these different little things innuendos that you don't really necessarily see and uh these types of movies so i think he knocks it out of the park when it comes yeah to that. well actually i, I want to talk about that because these characters they are not good people the only good person in this movie would be um butch's girlfriend the the french girlfriend and also uh jules's friend the, i mean it's the, inf- the character that played that was played by tarantino it's he, inferred he really did it oh right yeah, yeah. he I mean, was like I he's definitely want- an accomplice of something ca- terrible no, which no, doesn't no. necessarily jules friend is not a good person yeah and plus, and he, he throws way too many end bombs yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest there's yeah. a white guy in the tarantino said let me throw them all in there right now you really think someone is gonna let you uh come to their garage and use it to dispose of a body it's someone that doesn't have any skeletons in their closet. Yeah, I don't think so. But that's the thing. Like, like these people are bad people, but I like them a lot. Yeah. And I worry about them. I, and I don't want him to die. <laughs> I don't want Vincent to die like that. Like that was so pathetic, man. That's what I mean. Death. He makes them relatable, but at the same time, it's like they're all pieces of shits. So they're kind of like. But I think that's just like the killers. world they live in. So like, even if you're, there's, I think there's different levels of pieces of shits in this world. Like either you're. No, all I, the way I know, up. but it, it's it's funny to say. Like, imagine the real world where you say, like, no, like my ga- my friend's a gangster and he murders people, but like he's cool, like he's he's a good person. It's like no, that's not the case. But in the movie, it makes you feel that way. You're like, ah, oh, they're not the best, but I'm rooting for them for some reason. And I think that's that's the best thing. I mean, someone talked about it, like where it's the same with villains, right? Like if you don't understand where the villain is coming from right and this is technically just a bunch of villains in the room together yeah if you don't understand that they're they have a reason they have a purpose for doing what they're doing and in this case characters that have lives that have other things going on talk about amsterdam like oh my gosh it was so wonderful i was on vacation i was there for three years and it was so cool having them dance and do things that are just very mundane just brings them out to like more human level like you said we're relating to them we're picturing ourselves in those situations and the next scene like accidentally shooting somebody and and debating like oh no you hit a road bump and he's like i didn't hit a road bump like i don't know why you decided to just splat his brains on the back seat of the car but you just did like that's just such a funny just but but like i think it goes back to like it's if you didn't mess with him and you did what you needed to do there was no reason why like you should be getting into trouble, you know. Like these guys, all I think they were all like bad people that had morals. And I think yes. when you when when they went into the pawn shop, like the scene with Butch and Wallace, I'm like that's you know that's crazy because I'm like this random dude, this random hillbilly is like you would you wouldn't think is you know gonna rape is a rapist yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. No, it's crazy because like you you kind of like look at Wallace's character, and then you're like this is a fucking kingpin. He literally runs shit. He's a gangster. But then you see him over here getting raped, and you're like, I don't want that to happen to this yeah, guy. He's like and you completely feel bad depowered, demasculated. Yeah, yeah and... you really feel like, oh my god, like I'm glad that Butch saved him because yeah. he didn't deserve that. Even though he's the worst, he probably is the he's worst the guy person that threw in the, the dude world. Out, out of the window. Yeah, he's over here he's... murdering people for giving his wife a hitmen. fucking foot massage. But, but yeah, uh, speculation you're like, I don't want to. I still okay. don't. Want... Well, yeah, yeah, Mia didn't confirm. Yeah, Mia yeah. said that you know what it is. Only a handshake. Good villains are given a purpose. I totally agree with you that a, a good villain has a good purpose, but in this movie, I don't think any of these people really had any purposes, but we understood we understood them and we liked them because we were able to listen to their conversations yeah. and dialogue yeah. and understand what kind of person they that's, are. That's what I was trying I, I guess, to get at. I guess yeah. uh, maybe I, I missed 
quoted that, but I, I would say more like the the rela- uh, relatability. Yes, what I yes, meant super towards, relatable. Like most of these people, I'd love to chill and talk to, even yeah. though they're fucking murderers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, honestly, and I, but I think that's that's what I was trying to get to, and I appreciate you helping me out with framing that in a better way, which is just like other stories where they really try to hit it it's like there's the good team there's the bad team good guy bad guy main hero main villain antagonist and the best thing we can do for the antagonist is give them a purpose that makes sense and that we could be like could my morals be corrupted to be that person yeah this film did the opposite where they said they are just mercs essentially they're trying to get paid and you're watching them do terrible horrible things throughout and we're not going to do a damn thing to tell you that they deserve to do this or they should do this or that you would do this. We're just going to humanize them by having them talk about the dumbest shit or the most philosophical shit and a little bit of everything in between. And you're just going to kind of fall in love with that dialogue and just the way that they completely disregard all the crazy stuff that they do as if it's the most normal nonchalant stuff that happens every other day. Like that was what's so interesting, I think, because I don't. I don't know many other films that do that, honestly. That just yeah. like and besides actually specifically Tarantino films. Obviously, like Django, there's a lot of crazy stuff where Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards, there's a lot of crazy yeah. stuff that happens and they just kinda of move on and, and you're just like, yeah. What? Like, we're not gonna talk about that? Like and it's like, no, why would we? It's, this is Tuesday, man. Yeah, it's this is this is what we do. Well, I, th- I think that's why like going back to when we were younger watching this, it, it was just like like no other. There, there, there was no other movie like. I mean, well, what the hell were we watching when we were kids, anyways? Like fucking. I, I think with like movie, Disney movies and yeah. shit, and, and the Cat in the Hat. Anna Montana. Anna Mon- <laughs> hey, first of all, the Cat in the Hat was great aspect. Okay. Yeah, it is a great hey, movie. Yeah, a tiny little Mike Myers one. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, that movie's actually wild. I, I, I think but. the one thing that Tarantino does really great in all of movies is normalize violence. I think it's definitely his style, and like nobody can replicate it. And I think it, it makes for an interesting style because it's just so different. From what's being produced out there, you know, like yeah, Martin Scorsese or you know is going to make a certain type of movie. It's always going to be a suspenseful drama. It's going to be full of like characters that like we we're going to all fall in love with. But you know, I think Tarantino does it in a much more like savage way. He's like times two of like the brutality and yeah. it, it it it's like tasteful brutality that really helps pr- propel the story forward. Do you think this movie? Because I'm—I mean, let's be 100 percent honest. This movie does not, by any metrics, the most brutal movie he's made. No, I mean, no, no. Do you no, think this movie needed so more? Do you think this movie no, needed I, I less? Think, no, it was perfect. I feel like it was—it was, it was well it? balanced. I, um, I completely agree. Yeah. Especially with the setting of it all. I mean, like you can't make a movie like, for example, Django, where there was plenty of blood or Inglorious Bastard. Same thing. Like these are war slash slavery era, Civil War era, era movies where it makes more sense for brutality to kind of yeah. really be in the forefront when it comes to gore. But in this one, it said it in the middle of L.A. I think most of the gore was just the fact that they were dealing with how to clean up the one scene where they actually did something super gory. Where, where they fucked up. Yeah. And that was almost like just them continuous, mm. continually wearing some dude's like brain matter Scout. on their face yeah. Yeah. and just having conversation like it's the most normal thing is the gore that was perfect. <laughs> I think the, the, the most violent movie he's ever made was Kill Bill when he does that scene in uh, when he's fighting Oren. Mm. But like in that in that bar, like they just cut so many motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. you know what's interesting is yeah. that, that there is no um, moral consequence when you kill somebody. But that's the cool <laughs> thing is that they don't give a shit. They just do it because yeah. it's just like our jobs. We just, it's if our you're job. There, and there is a need to kill you, man. We're gonna do it because you're there in a bad place. At yeah. the, you know, and it's not like nobody forced you to be in that room that had. Let's let's just say it's gold. 
Like, why mm. would you have all this dude's gold? Like, you knew exactly that what was in there. You knew why you you guys did to Wallace. Now you did, there's consequences. Yeah. Even if you didn't directly steal the gold, but you know what's going on, you're in that room. Like, well, it's the same thing with Butch, right? Like, Butch did the exact same thing that these kids probably did, right? Which is stole or did something that immediately fucked with Marcellus. And Butch's case... I mean, yeah, he got away with it, and because he helped Marcellus, he's now technically a free man in terms of like leaving, assuming that Marcellus even lets everybody just come back to out. LA. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I actually really like that scene where a Butch is like he's contemplating whether or not he should go back. <laughs> yeah, it's him. really uh, yeah. well. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about best scenes in a bit, so don't say much uh, more about okay, that. Okay, okay. But but the thing that I'm trying to point out is that that's showing two different scenarios. In one case, one of the people or a group of people in this case did not get away with it, and they met their fate. You know, thanks to Jules and Vincent. And in this other case, we have Butch who managed to get out of it and in this case even save Marcellus. But if Butch would have died and met his fate, yeah. I mean, Butch's character became more interesting by that point, especially after everything that they both went through. But technically, <laughs> his death would have been deserved just as much. He, he rigged a fight to begin with, decided to go against it, knowing the consequences. Yeah. And Oh, and he killed the his and opponent. He killed his yeah, he killed his opponent, didn't give a fuck about it. And like immediately said like like at one point he was like, I didn't know that I didn't know he was dead. I just found out. But then on the phone in the telephone booth but like he deserved to die. He was fighting like shit. Like <laughs> completely changed his mindset and how he talked about it within like ten minutes. And that's one of those things where, for me, it's it's so interesting to see, like, two different types of people, same walks of life, you know, dirty and corrupt and crooked in some ways, but they but one got lucky and the other one didn't. One got a break and they didn't. I, I, think, I think what Tarantino did well in the movie was cause and effect. Mm. Like, everything had a, had a cause and effect. It, going back to him where... Or Butch saves Wallace, yeah, it, or, or or, or like Uma, uh, or Uma Thurman's no, he, like overdoses at the couch. Like, why would you do? He rec- just bought heroin for himself. He didn't think about it. Yeah, you know? he was like, she, I, was just, she was just wearing his jacket because yeah, you know it was cold. Yeah, OD'd, OD'd, and <laughs> now this dude's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go save this chick. And that's why, like, when fucking Vincent told his drug dealers, like, dude, you better help me out because you know who this motherfucker is. And they that's what's cool is they are aware of it, too. Because yeah. even think about how, like, the entire time Uma Thurman's character is ODing, he's so contemplating cause and effect. He's like, how do I say something? What what do I do to get the effect that I want of, like, l- her allowing me to leave? Yeah. Because he knows they've been flirting. They were dancing. They just danced inside the house. We talk about the cameras and mean like we thought foot rubs were bad. Imagine if I was dancing, dancing. with your girl like that. You would have killed me by then. He was too, in, right? he was in the restroom saying like yeah. I'm just gonna do one drink. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna jerk <laughs> exactly. off. Exactly. <laughs> so he was there. And boy, is yeah. that you know talk? We're talking about things that influence your life nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's so. a motto Georgia lives by. <laughs> Now that we've been exposed to Tarantino as much, you know, one thing I'm curious as, does anybody feel like you really recognize the foot fetish thing? That oh, dude, oh, big about? time. But did you recognize that when you were young? When no. You Isn't like, that crazy? Like, I, like if, if, you, if somebody didn't ever point it out to me, I don't think it would have been that weird. No. 
Because no, when, when as a kid, it. when I started watching his movies, I didn't know who the fuck he was. I didn't no. know that I was a director. I didn't know until like mm. I was older, and I'm like, dude, this dude. Like, I, I, I wish I didn't know about the foot stuff. Because now I'm like, oh, no wonder he chose Uma Thurman because she's got big feet. Yeah. Oh, he, Why he he I don't need to. Oh. Think. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like I don't need to think about that. Honestly, yeah. As soon as I realized that he was doing that as a director, kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah. I Although, like, oh wait, no, I was gonna say there is no foot thing in Inglorious Bastards, but there is. No, there definitely is. Yeah, in every movie, yeah. it's like yeah. a staple. It's a signature. Dude, Kill Bill, point. like, there's a whole scene where she's doing, she's trying to start the car, and like her feet are just like she's using her. Oh, she's trying to wiggle her her. <laughs> oh, her, to, yeah, her, 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 her toes. Or when like, Oren takes off her 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 fucking sandals to fight. Uh, Bill, you know? yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, it was. It, Don't even get me started about the fucking Salma Hayek uh, scene in uh, Dust Till Dawn. Okay, but Salma oh. Hayek, who wouldn't, dude? I mean, yeah, can you blame Hayek. the guy? Yeah, no, I, I can't blame him, but I'm pretty sure he wrote that in himself. Yeah. The fucking scene where she just puts oh, her right, absolutely, absolutely. In his fucking I wonder mouth. if anybody's ever asked him. Uh, I don't know if anybody would have the balls to ask him. I, I, I'm, I'm sure he I, walks away. If Isaac meets him, he's yeah. gonna. That's Isaac, the first oh, dude, I don't give him. a fuck, dude. Uh, you, well, you, you. I, Isaac's gonna ask him for advice, and he'll be like, "You know what? That. You know what? I respect you, Isaac." <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's gonna be like, "Hey, can you sign my big toe?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I'll put it. I'll put it right here in his nose and his nostril, and then he's gonna be wiping his lips, Looking at you're gonna make that guy. You're gonna make that guy. He's like these deep calluses on these. Isaac's like, I just got them done just for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. French, Speak, tips. Speaking French about, tips. Speaking about uh, feet, though, it was a good segue into um, just uh, some of the iconic shots in this movie. There's too many. It's funny because I'm not, I'm not a dancer. Yeah. I don't dance. I'm very shy. But I, I love, he, really I doesn't, he doesn't dance at all, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're all stiff in this room. Yeah. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? <laughs> no, I'll try. I'll dance like an idiot, yeah, but I'll bro. try. Hey, get me drunk enough, bro, and I'll, I'll twerk right. for you. I won't even try. Even, even with, with Nick any, does any, have any a fat thumper, though. Yeah, bro. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Tarantino would like it too. Oh my God! But uh, <laughs> just the the dancing scene between uh, Mia and uh, Vincent is just so fucking cool. I, I I don't know why it's so cool. It's, they're not even dancing. It's so casual. It's yeah, it's like so casual. They're, they're literally you see them enjoying themselves, and she's loving it. And then he's just kind of like at first it almost seems like he's forced, but he's like he's he's still he getting into the group. The, the, the yeah. coke finally starts hitting yeah. in. Yeah. And, and, and and she's super serious yeah. while she's dancing too, just yeah. like totally fixed on him. But th- then you know she makes a move and he reacts and he changes the chord. And it, but it doesn't feel choreographed. No. Even though it was, even it feels though feels like they're not they're dancing together, but they're still kind of dancing on their own, just reacting. It's still very much yeah. a reaction. All right, George, what is your favorite scene? Oh God. Uh, there's a lot, man. Um, I think I really like uh, the ending where uh, Samuel Jackson's character kind of redeems himself a little bit. Um, mainly because, like, you know how much of a killer he is, and he's yeah. a gangster, and, like, you don't really... This is not the type of person you try, you know? And he's mm-hmm. literally put on the spot here. He has the ability to kill this fucking... Dick. You know, this... <laughs> piece of shit just like robber that's unprofessional nothing like he's no comes nowhere near to what they are you know the the amount of like self-control that you have to have and really actually want to change to yeah. even get to that point i feel like was great i i thought it was a phenomenal scene i mean which is crazy because like there's so many good scenes in this fucking movie but that one i feel like uh stuck with me the most that one it, it that had, one was a great yeah. dialogue scene so absolutely mm-hmm. what about you isaac what are you thinking i i think um I think the best. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna add a little bit. I'm gonna be a little bit more specific. It's the Gimp scene, isn't it? No, that's George's favorite. 
even though he I said. I literally just told him my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know your real favorite joke. All right, it was the Gimp scene, yeah. the Rave scene. Oh God. Okay, uh, no, Hard just R. just be a little bit more specific <laughs> on what George said. What really got me was that uh, him interpreting his own like memorized line, his Ezekiel twenty five seventeen line. You know, he interpreted it in a different way. Like, I think that was a little bit more impactful. Just that specific moment in time where he's like, yeah. maybe I can, I can interpret it this way, this way, and this way. Like, am I the... Like, why you trying you really to... Like Jules. Why, yeah. why are you trying to one-up me, Mitch? <laughs> Don't be jealous because I was He's very... like, specifically this yeah. one. Yeah. Is equal yeah. 25, 17. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, it was made up. All right, we'll get back to that. <laughs> why are you hurt, George? <laughs> no, <'cause, laughs> that you was your hurt. favorite scene, too. You really uh, the, the diner just, scene. That, that, no, not the diner scene. Just the specific part where he's... Inter- like, he goes to that segment. Like, this is how I used to interpret this. I can interpret it this way. I can interpret it this way. And I'm... And but it's really this. It, it, yeah. But it's really this because that's that's like all fictitious shit. We're in the real world. That doesn't apply. And I think that changing like that character, because I think the only one that overall in the movie in the movie that actually had change was Jules' character. Yeah, he was. Well, the only Vincent had biggest change because he's dead. That's true. That's true. But like, <laughs> he went from the lack <laughs> of went from alive uh, to dead. Shoot, total dying. total uh, one eighty. <clears throat> but I'm talking about like in progression as like <laughs> I didn't as like a character. He, he just died like that. I kind of yeah. I would have changed that. Well, it was a nice little joke because you know he was an Elvis fan. Yeah. From what it was like, I think it was implied. So he died on the toilet. Yeah, 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 just yeah. Like him. No, I think for me, you know, I, it's funny. I can I like that we can draw so many different conclusions from similar scenes or so many different aspects. I like the diner scene a lot too, just because seeing him go from driving where it was daytime and he was perceived night just because he was so high from that heroin that he had shot up a second ago. And then when he had picked up Mia, him like tr- basically admitting to himself, like, I need this just to make sure like I can get past this. Like I'm nervous as hell. I don't want to be the guy thrown off the fourth floor just because I fucked up and accidentally shook her hand too long or something like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, loosening up, getting a chance to talk to her, even her saying like, oh my gosh, like you're not just making stupid small talk. Like you're actually going to ask me something that's a difficult fucking question. And I'm going to give you the answer to it right now. This guy didn't rub my feet. Just yeah. only just... only one person knows why he got thrown out the window besides the guy who got thrown out the window. And that's Marcellus. And if you want to ask him, go, go right ahead. Yeah, but it nice. wasn't me. But it wasn't me. Yeah. I, he so, so, so we're both of us are Vincent Mia scenes, and you guys are, yeah. are Jules. I, I love that funny. scene. That's but funny. I mean, I don't. I mean, we keep talking about it. The Gimp scene was actually really cool because that was the only thing that, <laughs> like, yeah, like that should came out of nowhere. That inter, yeah, that interaction was just so. I mean, I was. It's bizarre. I remember like it even rewatching it. Do you think Tarantino was, was in the Gimp scene? Oh, I hope so. I wonder. We gotta look at the credits. Oh my gosh, he yeah. was the gimp. He, if he wasn't the gimp, that, that was a missed amazing. opportunity. Because you know what? It kind of looked like his body shape. Yeah. <laughs> Not like yeah. Do you know, give you know, credits to him on? Uh, I, I think they do. All right, look it up, Isaac. Let's but see. Let's see what it what's is. funny is that when the gimp is introduced, he, he's coming out of the cage, implying that that dude's been in that cage. Oh, that's absolutely, what I'm saying, bro. I was like, <laughs> like that's he where just, he lives. He's ready to go at a moment's notice. Like, <laughs> but that, but you know what? Full on gimp suit too. Rewatching this, you know, even knowing that that's coming, like. I genuinely was like, oh my gosh, like, why wouldn't Butch get helped? Like, this guy had a Confederate flag. And then the first thing he says to Butch has to do with, like, what are you doing with that N word, you know? Immediately. So it's like, oh, he's going to help the white guy. 
He's absolutely going to help him. He's going to help him kill Marcellus. They're going to hide the body together. And then, nope, 180. They both, he gets knocked out, They're wakes up. Fucking rapist. And a cop is the one who wants to do it to him. Was so, he a cop? It looked like he was just yeah, a security yeah, I think he was guard. No, I think he was a security guard. Uh, yeah, he was security. Yeah. I think on he was, the badge he was, he was pawn security. shop security? Yeah. Something like well, that. Well, still, someone who's meant to serve him. Our very own Paul Blart. You know what I think is hilarious, though? How often these guys probably do this and get away with it? Because they have a full-on sex dungeon. Yeah. They have a gimp in a cage, yeah. and like the fact that he's like, I get, the spiders caught a few yeah. more flies. Again, right, like yeah, there's that like, dialogue that implies that there's something. This these motherfuckers have been doing there's this a, a while. Yeah. It's yeah. like this is something that people walk into the pawn shop and never walk out. Now, according to Google, uh, Tarantino was not in the gimp suit. It was some weird. Steven Hilbert. Or yeah. Hibbert. Hilbert. He yeah, he looks like he'd be yeah. in that game. Well, shout out, he, he shout out to that guy. He has not left the Gimp He's probably the most He's iconic He's probably that cage till his day. No, <laughs> he no, was no. in the, the cat in the hat. That is crazy. is fucking Channing Tatum. All right, oh you gosh. don't take that well, away where, where, where do you think he got it from? <laughs> All right, hey, shut up. Everybody needs uh, a sensei. Okay. Well, now I want to ask a question because we talk about how relatable these characters are, but can we relate to anybody in the movie? Not really, because I think they're just so out of the out of the realm of what normal oh, people yeah. are. You know, I think it just humanizes them. It doesn't yeah. make them necessarily like relatable to most people. It, it just like I can relate to the guy shitting himself. I mean, he was just shitting who break. wouldn't like knowing you just got shot in the <laughs> arm and your buddy got shot and killed? I, I mean, if you say like you're not like if you're really one of those stone cold motherfuckers. Well, I really want like, to know what the fuck they did. Like, why did they end up with the suitcase? And what's then in the two, suitcase? What yeah, what's there? in the suitcase? And like why all does, these different things. Why does Marcellus have the giant band aid in back of his thick? All right, yeah. so what's in the suitcase? Can we dive deep into that? I feel like. All right, let's I, talk about the band aid. All right, well, let's talk about the whole first deal. I want to hear you guys' theories on what you guys think is in the suitcase, because like personally, I don't, I, don't, I don't give a shit. You don't care. Don't you, care. you think? It, I mean, tell me why. Because it, it doesn't it's matter. Not, it's not important, right? Yeah, it could it's be any. Like, it could be gold. It could be fucking. Isn't I don't that know. the beauty of it? That 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 is the beauty of it. Because yeah. it, I think that is the point. It and, doesn't matter what it is. It's almost better if it was something so fucking stupid and lame, and it's just like showing how powerful Marcellus is. Like, yeah, you stole my Pokemon cards. I think you know what's crazy about Marcellus. <laughs> He's hey, that, such that, a that Charizard is yeah, expensive. Bro, I get it. Yeah. He's literally such a powerful character. That like, all right, he will literally kill someone for doing anything. Like he's so protective of his wife, but then there's a scene with him just with some random whore, and he's by the pool, and he's <laughs> yeah. just doing his own. It's like that what? was Uma Thurman. That was no, 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 that no, no, was, that wasn't. That, that wasn't was his her. wife. I can get. I, I swear, no, it okay. was. That was not her. Isaac, it was some random up. tall chick. Yeah, no, I agree, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's no, literally I, some random I, I, I think it was... Uh, it wasn't even the same haircut. Because she was wearing she had the, a, she she had had the, the she cap. Had a ball, uh, she had a cap. cap yeah. or something. It was literally... But it wasn't her. I could guarantee... Uh, bro, right, if it is her, then this is going to change the movie for me because I was, like, thinking that Marcellus was just some fucking... Right, Isaac should look He does up. whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and he gets it, like... Well, actually, around that scene, you know, he obviously saw him because that was the scene when we meet, you know, Mr. Wolf. Mm. And mm-hmm. how'd you guys like Winston. that character? That guy was cool. Mr. Wolf was a badass, bro. I yeah. really, you know, I actually really like too. I think he was unnecessary. No, but I. What, one well, thing I, I mean, yeah. well. we're gonna get into that in a second. But one thing that I really liked about him too is how he put Vincent in his place a little bit. And he's like, yeah. look, he's like, you guys have strong opinions, you know. Yeah. You and no, Jules. It, it was in Mithurman. 
Ooh. Yep. No way. That did not look like her whatsoever. Because she had the cap on. I'm telling you, yeah, the cap did. Oh, man, here I was thinking it was, I thought just it was some random else. girl. Right. I, uh, I, I don't Bad. know. Alexis doesn't believe thing. Isaac. It seems like he's going to fact check him, but I'm going to keep talking. Keep, about keep, talking, keep, keep talking. talking. Because me and Mr. Alexis were over here thinking it was just some random girl. Yeah, but I, I like that scene actually a lot. I was going to say that was. The idea that, you know, you can Vincent... Call, you can call a dude to fix your problems. I mean, not only that, that's really cool. He's the idea fixer. that he's a complete fixer. And, you know, you think about that. John Wick has that too. Remember the the guys who who had like the laundry cleaning and he flipped yeah. in the corner and he's like... The Dower King? Not, not just the Dower King. Remember the first one? It was the guy that came over to his place oh, to clean okay, up yeah. all the blood, all the bodies yeah. and everything. And he tipped him the coin. But <laughs> this guy... It was really cool that he just was straight up and honest with Vincent and Jules and saying like, hey, you guys need me. And if you don't, I'll walk. Like, no, I don't no, need this shit. I, I love how like Vincent's uh, saying like, hey, could you ask politely? And he's like, "Here, I'm, I'm not here to be fucking polite, yeah. motherfucker. Time is of the essence. I'm here to tell you what to do, how to do it. And make it fucking work. But then he becomes, he actually becomes like, he's like, but I didn't mean to be cross with you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm just telling you this needs to be done now it needs to be done fast yeah. and i didn't have a he's second like, he's like look so I, i'm not trying person. to come off as a fucking douchebag yeah, yeah we i'm got, here to do my job we got 40 <laughs> minutes to do this no yeah, absolutely right, it's her. yeah it's, it's absolutely her. why did it look so different i could though? not believe that no nah, man yeah wow. that's her right there oh, i learned something new okay. yeah it is yeah hey you we know just what? couldn't believe it it's because okay. that was her in a swimsuit and tarantino didn't show her feet that's the truth you know what's crazy her daughter looks almost identical to her like at this point in time like yeah, they actually. they look. Doesn't really, she have like, like the same haircut? <laughs> yeah, basically. This is, um, but yeah, but yeah. All right, so okay. George, you owe me hundred dollars. Besides the point. <laughs> I, I, shit, did we fucking bet on that? I feel like no, we did, we did not. No, no, we did not. No, but I wanted the loser to wears the ball gag next yeah. episode, <laughs> all right, and all you right. guys both get it. Well, uh, George says it's, he is. It's all right. I was I was tired of pitching it. anyway. So. Yeah, it's about time. But anyway. All right, so we talked about our scenes. Okay, so no, we, we didn't talk about... All right, so Alexis said he didn't care what was in the suitcase. Oh, you're right. Do any of you guys have any other uh, opinion on what you guys thought was in there? Or? I think it was just... I think it was gold. I feel like if it was gold, it'd be a lot heavier. That's the truth. Of, but well, that's isn't gold of, light? No, gold is heavy. Gold is yeah, no, gold, gold, is, gold is, heavy. is heavy. If enough, it was heavy. a suitcase full of gold, it'd be heavy It'd be shit. heavy yeah. shit. And, but the thing that's interesting though is like you know the idea that it's something stupid and just meant enough to Marcellus doesn't make sense just for the fact that the robbers in the end also wanted it and so they wouldn't they wouldn't want something that would randomly just be to cross some dude they don't even know right like the the teenagers or I guess the young the young guys at the beginning you could argue that they did that as a personal thing because they just wanted to fuck with Marcellus but the robbers wouldn't want something unless they knew like, hey, this is valuable. And, so it was something valuable. And, and and Jules plainly said, "I'm like, hey, man, if this was any, if this was my shit, I would have just gave it to you, and I wouldn't want to deal with this shit and just move on with my life. But I think it had to be something that had tangible value that anybody that that immediately saw it recognized it and saw, hey, we should probably keep this for ourselves. And that's yeah. like, I think that's why those four. That's what like. But I don't think it's gold because the dude was like, like, oh my god, like, like he he was surprised that. He, it was whatever he was seeing, and well, I don't think you, I don't think you'd react like that. I know, that but with would gold. you? Okay, I think I would if you if you're like robbing a restaurant and these dudes have a suitcase full of gold out of nowhere, like, oh shit, man, I really hit the jackpot. I know, right? Me. The one time I choose yeah. to rob Denny's, and now all of a sudden we're good. <laughs> Even in this room, we were sharing around the idea that someone's mentioned that this could be the actual soul of Marcellus, or oh, yeah, or that was a super somebody. cool yeah, theory. Yeah, so there, there's a theory going around um, that basically. 
what's in the suitcase is Marcel Wallace's soul. Mainly because, um, I mean, the actual uh, code for the briefcase is 666. Two, um, there's a scene where they introduce Marcel Wallace, and it's just literally an over-the-shoulder shot with him. And he has a band-aid on his neck. And uh, so apparently it's been confirmed that the reason that he wanted to do that, uh, specifically the actor, was because he had a scar on his neck. What the fan theories are saying is because when the devil takes the soul out of a person, it usually comes out of the back of your neck. Not so to mention that entire room was lit with the color red. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's a there's mm-hmm. a few little innuendos that are pointing to the fact that he, Marcel Wallace might have been uh, a demon, the devil, something of that sort. Um, so I think that's pretty interesting. Obviously, uh, I don't think Tarantino well, I, or anyone's ever confirmed that. No, but that'd be really cool. Said, yeah, exactly. He won't say. I, I think why that theory it kind of makes sense is not because he's actually a devil or a demon. I think it just has to do with the simple fact that like you do not want to make a deal with this dude whatsoever. If you fuck up in any way, it will ruin your life. To see, so that's one of the things that goes back to the guys that they killed in that hotel room. They made a deal with a devil, and what did they have to pay for it? Their life. So apparently, uh, Ving Rhames, the actor from mm-hmm. Marcellus, he just has a big scar on the back of his head. Yeah, I already said that. Yeah, How did he get oh, that he scar, did? though? It's a thick keloid scar. Oh. I don't know. Well, look, I feel like the fan theory is more fun, but yeah, yeah that's, that's the that's best a lot more part, fun. though, is, is that unknown. Like, I, I mean, the speculation is just such a big part of this film as to the why. I, I think what? Alexis has a point. I mean, it, I feel like what's ever in, in the briefcase is not that important <laughs> as much as it is a driving force. And what they were willing to do to get exactly. it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they were willing to do to protect it. I mean, yeah. it was. Yeah. The, this film is filled with tons of unknowns. Yeah. Unknowns as in, like, the past. Who are these people? Where are they going? Because the movie ends, but, like, we, we don't know the... the the true fates of these people like we, we we don't we see some of the causes and effects but we don't see like a finale you yeah. know and i think that's what makes a movie a movie because it it's like a going movie you know because like if you look at movies like inception they leave you with either you f- making your own f- like i think that's what makes this movie funny is like again we we're making fan fiction of what possibly happened what like what's in the briefcase yeah what happened to the 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 guy that uh, that Marcellus was shot with the with the shotgun in the chest or the dick actually. Oh, that guy. Yeah, like got tortured. We didn't see that, you know. We didn't. Dead. <laughs> he yeah. he got. Whew. I can guarantee you, he's dead. <laughs> no, yeah, but like, could you imagine the torment the that torment, man yeah. went through for the last couple hours of hours his of his life? Of his life? Like, Jesus, like did Butch? He said, "I'm gonna bring you back to medi- medieval times, motherfucker. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you're done. Like, like, are did, you think he 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 did one for one? I don't think he put it in his butt, no, but no. he probably he would have liked it. it yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's true. We, yeah. we don't know what happened to uh, uh, Butch after he left town. You know, like just uh, just uh, all that stuff that was left. I'm honestly mm-hmm. glad that Butch kind of got away. You know why? Because um, Butch deserved it. Because he, yeah, he fucked up. He screwed over Wallace, but then he came back and he redeemed himself. And honestly, most people I feel like would have left in that situation. But then you could also interpret. Um, Maybe he only went back to save his own ass. Because exactly. he's like, yo, these are gangsters. <laughs> yeah, they'll Even if Walsh is dead, they're going to come back to get me regardless. Yeah. So, I mean, it just really depends on how you look at it. Well, but then also it's like... 
the, there's the, that little scene where he's contemplating. He's like, should well, I go back? Look, I, go I back? think mm-hmm. I, I think it wasn't uh, necessarily a scene of whether um, he wanted to be good with Wallace. I think it was just like his own fucking um, conscious, uh, like conscious self saying, like, dude, like this guy. That is probably the worst thing that a man could go it's through. Like the worst thing you could probably go through, and like it's done by the worst people that could possibly yeah. do to like somebody that's like that really hates him because he's black. You know, like we saw that. You know, they're they're he, he they're the racist. Flag yeah, all else, all this yeah. all all this shit, and he was just like, he's gonna die anyways. You know, like like if he stays there, they're not gonna they're not gonna leave fucking Marcellus like go after they've done all this stuff. Like he's gonna die and. At the same time, I could have helped him get out of that, and you know, technically, the reason that he's in the situation is because I went into the pawn shop. It's, it's still my country. Like, did he probably deserve to die? I, you know, again, we go back to everybody in this movie for so, well, one reason or another deserves to die. No, yeah, but you think he did it for I think the fact that it was on his conscience or I, for selfish reasons? That's weird because mix. he was just about to yeah. Kill I think him. it was yeah. both. I don't yeah. think it was one or the other. Yeah. I think he was like, all right, one, he was feeling bad because like, holy shit, like. If it was me in that chair and Wallace was like, hey, I fucking hate this guy, but I'm still not going to let him fucking get raped by a bunch yeah. of, like, that's yeah. that's fucking yeah, horrible. Man. Like, look, if we got some beef together, we'll handle it outside of this. I don't know who the fuck these people are. He doesn't deserve this. He didn't do shit to those guys. And so, it's something to add to that point, too, is, I mean, even right as soon as they took care of the first guy and got to shoot another guy in the dick, he he made sure... That before anything happened, before he even relaxed his grip on the sword, he got kind of a confirmation from Wallace saying, "Yeah, yeah. we're good now, right? We're chilling. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can, like I don't Whoa. have to worry about you turning around. No, no, no. And actually, ice no, and me. That was after though. He literally told him, "Is like, hey, move aside." And then he was and, like, oh, "Okay." And I think like, the first thing he felt when he turned around and saw the shotgun was that's directed towards me. I don't think I don't honestly think that in his head it was going to. No, like, I think if Wallace wanted to kill him, he would have shot him in the back because well, he, I mean, he was in front of the shotgun. Maybe, but, yeah. So but, I, I don't think he was more worried about that. He was just like, "All right, I'm gonna let you get your your vengeance, kill shoot this guy in the fucking dick," and then afterwards he was like, "So what now?" And then Wallace is like, "Well, one, I'm gonna call all my fucking goons. They're gonna come up in here and they're gonna fuck you. They're up, gonna man. fucking." Shit, rain it, hell on this motherfucker. It's going to like, be the worst death possible. Yeah. We're going to skin you alive. But he's like, that's not what I meant. What's going on with us? And he's like, there is no us. Get the fuck out of here. We're yeah. good, bro. Like, well, yeah, We're not about, good, but we're done. That's yeah, what we are. Uh, yeah. Because you got to think about it, man. He saved his life. Yeah. It doesn't matter how powerful Wallace is. is at that moment, Wallace was powerless and he couldn't do anything for and him. And he could have let him I feel die. like that's why yeah. he did it. Because he, he was like, if I save this guy... It, He's done chasing me. He's done coming after me. But I don't think Butch was smart enough to see that far ahead. I don't think so. I'll give him a little bit of credit, but I mean, I don't. I just think it was like I said. It's one of those things where that's what's great about it is there's so much potential for the wise. Like, it sucks when you see a film where you can see everything coming, where you can see the plot devices not just being laid out, but like basically being thrown at you. Like, this is why this (laughs) happens. But in this case, it's like. There's so many different motivations that could have been, and it's more than likely a combination of everything. But yeah. it allows people to be like, well, if I was in that position, yeah, it would be less moral for me, and it would be more about just saving my own ass. But, you know, I think we've given this this movie enough thought to now really get to this meat and potatoes question for everybody, which is, how do we feel about this movie? What's your actual rating? Um, Alexis, you've been a little quiet for me. I don't know if I want to save you for last or not, but... 
I just want you to, you know, I want you to marinate. You've been marinating. I want you to marinate. Isaac. Cool. Let's just start uh, us off with a either a hot take or a good take. We're going to find it, out. It's a hot take. I, th- I think I give this movie an eight. An as, eight? As good as this movie is, I think. Okay, you let me finish. You said A5 earlier. I said A5 earlier, but as a movie. It, the re- <laughs> we talked the, about it. We talked about the, it. The, the it re- went lower somehow. The, the reason I feel like this is an eight is I think this is definitely a movie that you have to watch two or three times to really, mm. to really like, understand what's going on and everything because you know like if you go into it you're like oh i'm gonna watch i haven't seen this the first time i watch it it's like an afternoon you're a little tired right and you watch a two and a half hour movie and you're like is this i don't i feel like you're gonna miss out you know you can't just this is a movie you have to sit down and really watch and but even though you want to you have to rewatch and well i mean honestly i don't, I don't think you even have to but if if you would It'd be a movie I want to see again. Yeah, you know? that's not what I'm saying. But again, it's like you, it, it, the fact that you have to come back and look at it. And I think for the average person, I'm, I'm bas- this is for like the average person. You gotcha. Know? Like, yeah, but we eight want is still a good the average person. Eight is still a good score, but I can understand where you're coming from. I'm just seeing it from like a normal like movie. Like I hasn't seen it like three or four times like me, or and can't isn't going to pick up exactly what happened or forget the specific detail, mm-hmm. like. Uh, they forget that you know Butch did this in, in, in this scene and this is how it correlates to this and again it's understanding all those cause and effects that happen throughout the movie gotcha. I think that's why I give it an 8 but what do you think George what is your thoughts oh man um, I feel like this is a really hard movie to rate one because it's so iconic and then two just because like I really enjoyed uh, I think it, it has a really good like rewatchability factor as well um, every time that I watch it, I mean, like I said, I haven't watched it too many times, but every single time that I have, like, I pick up new little details, everything. Uh, it, it just seems all to flow really well to the point where it's like, even though it's all over the place, at the end, it's all concise and makes sense. And just, it, I mean, it wraps up so nicely. many iconic scenes and all of it together. I, I, I can't. I can't dislike it. I just like it so much. And I, I see why mm-hmm. it, it's on this fucking pedestal as a movie that people really look to as one of the greats. So Yeah, like if you're, um, if you're a real one and, and you got the time to, you know, you're going to sit yeah. there. And I, I, I would definitely rate it a nine. But as a movie that if you're a regular movie person, it's an eight, you know. It's, yeah, no, I, I like it a lot. I definitely see why people like it a lot. Personally, um, I mean, there's a lot of other movies that I feel like are better and uh, are higher on the scale for me. So despite that, I I still want to rate it highly, but not as one of the best that I've seen. So I'm I'm thinking like eight point eight, like it's up there. Eight point eight, really good. All right. I I feel like uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, there's just so many little things that I feel like if you're not a movie goer, you are a movie goer, you're going to enjoy it nonetheless. And I think so. it's a good movie. Like if you're, you're starting to become, you're getting into film. I think it's a good movie to get into, you know, it's not like, yeah. and hopefully you're old enough to watch it. I <laughs> think if you're not, you're going to watch it not, anyway. I, I, I think, I, I think you just have to have a mature enough, like, uh, like mentality, mentality to really yeah. be able to gauge Absolutely. everything that's going on in, in the movie. All right, Alexis, you've been marinating enough for me over here. I want you to educate all of us and tell, tell us me. why this movie is as good as it's as you're going to rate it, because I know you're going to give it a I high mean, number. It's fucking hard, you know. It, it, yeah, it is. It feels redundant to even talk about this movie because, dude, there's like 
books about this and i'm sure there's like mm. is there even a documentary on this fucking movie there's probably like some class yeah. theory behind yeah. when somebody yeah. writes a documentary about a movie you made it like, like, like yeah and is it's there like, a documentary on the movie i don't know I, probably I, i'd be sure willing to bet but like we're coming up on like the 30th anniversary of this film next year you know and just i mean who really like who hasn't seen it but in 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 my opinion i don't know it's like I, sometimes I I feel like I don't even want to give it a rating because it just it's unrateable. Yeah, because to me th- this is the type of movie. Uh, so there isn't a uh, documentary, but there's a movie about Pulp Fiction facts that came facts. out came out in two thousand two. Interesting. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Um, but I know we can we can try not to, but I feel like it's it's our duty. We need to give them. I, I think anybody should just like if you haven't yeah. seen it, watch it. If, Alexis, it's, in your humble not, opinion, we need your fucking. I know you need you need you need to hear it, buddy. So yeah, what is it? Our audience wants it. They do, they request it. You know, I know we have some international listeners now, yeah. so I hope. So shout out to the CCP, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, cut that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take that out. Um, <laughs> it's like I, I want to give it a solid ten, but I, wow. I but I, I know there are there are issues with it, and and you know I gave Scott Pilgrim a solid ten. You that one's fucked, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. but like that one's fucked the shit. Okay, I don't know. Why but it's 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 strange because these Watch are episode, these movies are yeah. so different from each other, you know, and and and. But I, I look at him. I look at him at with with different but, um, standards. But, yeah. but but the thing is, is like that's how you feel, man. Like you know, it's so, unfortunately like I feel like when it comes to movies, we're all gonna have our own opinions. Obviously, we all have our own preferences. And then when it comes down to it, you're gonna rate genres differently depending yeah, on what absolutely. you enjoy. So, I I feel like you still have to give us like a general. Aspect. Yeah. And a ten, I feel like it'd be unfair because it's like like you said, if Scott Pilgrim's your favorite movie. That's not nowhere near what this is. No, no, completely different and, ballpark. And, and I think you, I, th- I think you just need to like. I think you're not giving it a good score because again, what George said is like if Spock, if Scott Pilgrim is your movie, man, and you're saying that to twelve, you can't give Pulp Fiction a ten, and that's kind of setting a precedent for yeah. Well, for well, the he can't. For, he no, can't. He Alexis can't. is easy to please. Okay. Yeah, but we're just watching like great movies. Are we, yeah. that, that's, that's also true. Too. But we we yeah. got we got to be harsh, man. We, yeah. Gotta okay. Be real. Is what yeah. yeah. So if I really think about it, you know, I think I think Butch, like, not my favorite character, in, in the movie, I, because I'm I'm a little bored with some of his bits, yeah. especially like around the middle, and then yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, and then well, I'm not a huge fan of the language, but at the same time, it's like language and violence. You yeah. know, wh- where yeah. do you draw the line, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously the foot stuff is a little weird. Okay, so to give you but a, but <laughs> so where does that land? You, you, you cannot do, drop do, 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 his do, rating just okay. Because do, of the foot do, stuff. do you do you have a rating? If not, I can give you a little bit more time with another segue. I'm tapping out of this one. Okay, right, well, let me give you my rating real okay. quick, and then okay. we'll take that. All right, so foot stuff immediately br- brings it up to a minimum of a nine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, of course. You're a freak. Eight point five. The movie doesn't matter. Let's keep it PG. I don't even notice that there was anything else. But no, um, this is not. A PG. I mean, even talking <laughs> about language and stuff like that, right? When I mean, we talk about how that was, that's a shot, like an off factor, aside from violence and gore that you didn't really get in movies before that, you know? Like, even, like we talk about the N word, but even like motherfucker, like how how it just gets thrown around, 
Like it's like it's nothing. And then after that, having philosophical debates was just like that's a masterpiece in my opinion. Like of dialogue. Yeah. Like there's definitely we talked about score. We talked about you know now we're talking about dialogue in this case. Yeah. There's there's room for stuff to be desired. Absolutely. Especially like with Alexis saying with Butch's character. Um, you know, there's there's some things that you could argue are just not wrapped up in terms of plot and. And in some cases, you can be a little bit more positive and say just, they just liked to allow the viewer to assume what could have happened with these characters, these storylines. What's what wasn't did Mia, you know, and Vincent do anything else after yeah. that handshake? Like, or did it? Just and and that's end, my like know? going back to what you're saying and what Nick, uh, what Alexis's response of saying it to ten. I'm like, there's no thing as a perfect movie. You know, there's something that I they, said I, I want disagree. to give oh. I feel like, yeah. hey, but they're I'm just not. movies, end of the day. No, right? I know. We like what we like. We like yeah. what we like. But the, but there's also there's always going to be drawbacks because, of, you know, their time restraint, you know, there has, there's issues with storytelling, you know. So it, it's like for me, for you, like there's two movies in a row you're giving like a great score. And I think. Well, you know, we all, Scott Pilgrim, you know, one of my favorite movies, Pulp Fiction, same thing too. Yeah. But. You know, like I, I kind of want to give Pulp Fiction a, a lower rating because there is no um, kind of like emotional attachment yeah. to the characters. You know, if, if, you don't care if they die as much. You don't like to see them die, but there isn't like a pain. There isn't a sorrow. Right. There isn't. You're not gonna cry when they're gone. Yeah, like this movie just makes me feel cool to be bad. Yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, which like is which is very program. sexy. All right. So where did Alexis that land you? All Michael right. So, okay. So. so. Yeah, so are you are, are you ready to give this movie <laughs> a rate or are you gonna stay at 10 i'll probably give it like a nine okay okay i'll give okay. it a nine i i, I i'm gonna agree with you i okay. give this movie a nine as well like I, I think we, i think we all gave it a nine you gave no, it a what the fuck you said I eight no i no, no, I, no, no I said i personally yo personally you said you would give it a nine but yeah. you said eight for the masses yes, uh, yeah. okay. but who cares gave, about that you gave no, it an bro, eight we eight, want to be here about your opinion yeah. we don't want to hear about we the don't masses. care about the masses well i, I think if somebody Look, the like, whole point is for them to listen in and see our opinions on it and then they can make their own assumption based on what we're saying but okay. I, I think we want right. to know yours all right to wrap this up before we go what was your favorite character of the movie because there was a there was there was a lot of characters. What was your favorite? Vincent. I liked Vincent for the memes. Number one, gotta love the memes that they've done with Vincent's characters. I, I love Jules. Yeah. The, the meme where he's just like looking around. He's like, and yeah. he's like, uh, uh. But that was Vincent. Where, where's yeah. the intercom? Yeah. No, I know that. I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. Oh, you're yeah. agreeing with me. Yeah. He said, I love Jules. No, no, and no, you I, said, yeah. Well, I'm not saying that Vincent's my favorite, but I'm saying it's funny. Like, yeah. I, I get it. The memes yeah. are yeah. hilarious. Gotta love the memes. What about you, Alexis? I don't know. I, I kind of like Mia a lot. Really, that yeah. that drink little Uma Thurman. Thing. I don't know. She she's just like kind of like a really cool she chick, man. She was a man. fucking like wild card. The yeah, time. She was. I don't know, but she she's... was like messing with Vince's emotions. Like she's like, hey, like I'm gonna flirt with you, but I know it might mean your death because like my husband will kill you. And that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, like, but there's something like cool and smooth about her. And that it... bitch OD'd. She was going like crazy, like all this. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I it, it really. Truthfully, it'd be between Vincent and Mia, or maybe I just George? I just like them what do together. You think? I like so Jules. None, so none of you guys like Jules I like as Jules, your favorite guys. character. I I, I I really like Jules. Yeah, I'm with Isaac on this one. Yeah. Jules is great. No, uh, Jules is badass. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's it was hard to find a favorite character because yeah. everybody did a lot. I think I just like Vincent over Jules mainly for obviously the scenes with Mia. I think Jules didn't get a lot of independent growth. He got a lot of growth alongside Vincent. 
yeah. unfortunately. But with but Vincent getting a chance to develop alongside Mia, alongside his drug dealer and having to deal with that. And then also just, I, li- I mean, even though we talked about like his challenging, obviously, of uh, Mr. Wolf, you know, of, of, of Winston, he still very much was somebody who, you know, had his own kind of ethics and, and liked, you know, to talk a certain way, get respect, give respect, love to question and was very quick to actually ask, like, no, why would you feel that way? It yeah, just no, seemed like I, a good running like character. Jules was very, uh, he was a little stubborn in his ways, but at the same time, um, I think he was great because it's like, Jules was just being himself the yeah. entire fucking time. Like, yeah, at first, he, he was his hard ass, like, he would always, like, the banter between him and Vince was, was solid, but he would always stand his ground and like make his opinions heard and then also just his overall like redeeming arc towards the end i really just enjoyed that because it's like at first he was struggling with you know his lifestyle what he was doing everything and then towards the end he's just kind of like all right maybe i should change my ways you know like be a bum (laughs) (laughs) that was according to vince but i don't think that's what he was doing he's like no man like we had a fucking divine intervention and this entire time I've been preaching about fucking like me being the righteous and, you know, being this good guy. But maybe I am the bad guy. Do you maybe think I should change and like do better? And I like that. Where do you well, think, well, where do you think his story he, ended, though? Like, do you think originally, that he, he told... just thought that he was saying a cool ass line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's, that's, that's the whole true. point. Yeah. At, at the Which is kind of the whole movie. Yeah. He's literally yeah. just like, yo, I'm doing this because it's this my job. But then eventually he changes his, his mind and kind of. But did it work out for him in the end? I mean, you think about a guy like that, Marcellus. I, I kind of, I hope he did. I hope you he did. Think that's, he was that, able to get out of that's it. That's the way that I felt. Like that's when good. the movie ended, I'm like, I hope he did change his ways and eventually yeah. become who he wanted to be. He had to do his own deal exactly. with the Baba so Yaga. When the movie ended, that's the way that I saw it continuing in my mind. Maybe that's not the way that it played out, but maybe maybe that's why I liked it because that's what I thought. So. I don't know. Maybe you guys saw it differently. He didn't change his ways. He went right back to being a gangster. No, I think I so. think he. I, I think we see that scene. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall when they are at the bar and Vincent talks to Wallace. He leaves. He drops off the suitcase at the bar top and he leaves. Technically, that would be the end of the the movie Jewel for story. Jewel story. And he's just like, because he could have just easily stayed there with Vincent talking to, to Marcellus about random shit. Yeah, I know. Or other business. I'm pretty sure. Let's hope he moved on. Yeah, but anyway, you guys, thanks again for podding with us and <laughs> making sure that we had a chance to watch such an awesome film. Yeah, super they, happy that we had a chance to digest it together, talk about opinions, see what we all feel like, and really learn what everybody else feels about this movie. And hopefully, we get some good comments and good feedback from yeah. you guys at home. And we we would it doesn't matter if it's good or bad feedback. We're gonna take it to heart in terms of just trying to really improve. You know, just let us know what we can do, or if you guys want to, like, if we see, like, a movie that, because we, we do have a small audience, it's 20 people, probably. <laughs> we have 33 listens so Okay, far. all right, so we have, What do the people want to... Yeah, so we but have... But that's 30 more than I expected. Yeah, so, like, let's say we have, yeah, uh, in this case, at this point, it's at 30 people, if five people say, hey, we want you guys to review a movie in the comments, we'll do it, and we'll, we'll, we'll put it out for you guys, because yeah. that's... A, that's one sixth of our audience. So let's <laughs> wait. Do we have comments in? Uh, uh, we, uh, I think some uh, reviews. So 
you know, whoever's listening, just leave a review. Yeah. You know, give us some suggestions uh, in terms of criticism or films. And, we appreciate uh, the feedback. Good, bad, anything. Anything. And we're slowly trying to improve our content, so please just let us know. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thanks again for getting together with me on a Sunday night. Just four guys, one film. Oh, and for the next week's viewers, George is going to be the host. So watch, look out for that. <laughs> All right. A lot more. Wait, do I get to choose the movie? You can choose it. You choose uh, it. You hell can choose yeah. It. Let's go. All, All right. Feet, you feet. already know what I'm going to watch. <laughs> All, right. All right. Catch you guys next time.